0: but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, we're going to talk to you about who I think are the greatest betrayers of America. Oh, no, no, no. It's not the politicians. You have to be almost scum to run for office anyway. And I'm, listen, I don't care if you get mad at me or not, politicians, that's 90% of you because of your psychological makeup. And I'm going to do something on that next week. We're going to do a psychological profile of your typical politician. Uh, and, yeah, there is an aggregate. Believe me, there is. And do I have the ability to pull off such an analysis? Absolutely. But that's not politicians. It's not. It's not even the CEOs, evil Larry Fink and BlackRock. As evil as institution institutions around the face of the earth, Klaus Schwab is the head of the wef um jerome powell head of the federal reserve could care less could give a crap about you and your family on this wonderful holiday no it's not those people we know they're evil we know who they serve but the people that are supposed to serve the cross that's behind me in the background those are the people those are the people that i'm going to talk about you know who I am. I'm Dave Hodges. This is the Common Sense Show. We have the show that is bringing America one enslaved mind at a time. And Hey, please help us out. Uh, help America out. Help yourself out. Bring people to us and subscribe because it improves the algorithm and we enlighten more people and we can centralize and galvanize around central issues. doesn't matter whether you agree with everything I say or not. The principle of restoring America for the next generation, for our kids, grandkids and so forth... That's the central theme here. And I think we can all agree on that, regardless of our background. It doesn't matter what color you are, what religion you are. It doesn't matter. What matters is we all want a better life for those people that we care about, particularly our younger ones. And the way you do that is to bring people to us. Number two, share our work, because there's a lot of ignorance out there. My people perish for a lack of knowledge, and we need to try to correct that. Uh Trust me, if you knew the ways they were trying to get the mark of the beast in you, uh you would spend almost every waking moment bringing people to the word, literal word, and also to the word of the truth as we try to give you on this channel. So please do those two things. We're brought to you by Noble Gold. Uh One of the things that should become apparent from what you've seen on my channel is to be outside this system as much as possible, as much as possible. Do you still have to bank? Yeah, you do. You have to keep your resources in the bank, all of it. If you do, you're a damn fool. Sorry, being honest. You know, there's no time to mince words any longer, people. We are not looking at an enemy that's at the gate. The enemy's inside the gate and plundering what we have. So we need to speak the truth and we need to speak truth to evil power. And that's what we're doing here. And that's why you need Noble Gold. Noble Gold can restore your asset control to you instead of waiting for the banks to decide which day they're going to steal it to soften their fall from grace as they crash and burn. Don't let them use you as their insurance policy. Grab your nest egg today. Noble Gold can show you how to do it. You go to DaveHodgesGold.com. I'll send you a free information packet. That's DaveHodgesGold.com. Or you can call 877-646-5347. That's tomorrow. On Friday, call them 877-646-5347. Now, i got to give my FTC um, required reading. No investments guaranteed. There's inherent risk in everything, and past performance cannot be confused with future expectation. Okay, so I agree with that. It's too bad we don't issue that warning across the board where it's deserved. Oh, like your local congressperson uh sam bankman freed mm-hmm. all the damage he did didn't hear any warnings there but anyway we're happy to comply with the law because we believe in being upfront and honest with you dave hodges all right we're going to take a look real quick look here um and and i'm not calling out the person because we're all imperfect I certainly don't hold myself up as a paragon of virtue, okay? But I am a child of the one high God, and he grants me forgiveness and redemption and salvation. And on this day of Thanksgiving, I am mindful of that, and I feel fortunate that my family extended and my friends separate from me geographically can travel to spend the holiday with me something that could soon be gone. I'm very thankful for that. But, but, some pastors in this country, and priests, and rabbis, and holy men of all faiths, they are disloyal to the people they serve. They put their self-greedy interests above the eternal destiny of the people that trust them with their future, trust them with the direction of their soul. And they do it every day and they do it in plain view and we permit them to get away with it. And, and there are some people who are well-meaning and do love God and, and are faithful, but they make mistakes. I'll give you one example. I think a man who's a good man, but boy, I disagreed with him. In church one day, about a year and a half ago, this person said he was talking about leadership in Romans 13 and the importance, the importance of doing what the authorities say. Oh, I agree with Romans 13 in spirit. If they say you got to pay 25% tax as opposed to 20, well, then you got to pay it. Okay, No question. Red means stop. Yellow is not a suggestion, okay, in terms of traffic. Um, Obeying the authorities. Is there a limit to how far Romans 13 goes? The answer is yes. Yes. In fact, the founding fathers recognized this. They did, and starting with the Declaration of Independence, when the government no longer serves the needs of the people, the people need to say, "This is not the government we're going to have. We're going to change it." The people have that inherent right. Oh, we call that insurrection? No, no, no. It's called will the people and consent of the governed, which is in our American tradition. Oh, and that crosses all boundaries. Okay, sorry, your little racist argument, liberals don't don't fit here. Okay, your arguments of equity, which is chosen equality for certain groups over others, that doesn't hold water here. The Founding Fathers were very, very clear about equality, about biblical principles in government. Oh, they were hypocrites. They allowed slavery to continue because there wouldn't have been a union if they would have tried to outlaw slavery. You'd have had the Southern America. You'd have had North America. Uh And this is why they compromised their values. Huge mistake. And I recognize that. We're also going to talk about the Emancipators later today. You'll want to stay tuned for that because I have a lot to say because they teach you about the New World Order. Oh, they do. Oh, from back in the seventeen eighteen hundreds, 1800s, they teach us about the New World Order. Well, stay tuned for that. But to the point here that I'm trying to make is this pastor gets up. And in talking about Romans 13, he says, he may not be a godly man, but he's a, he's God's man and you must do what he says. Okay. I agree in principle with that statement, but there's always an I before E except after C. There's always the exception. And I didn't hear the exception from the pulpit. I heard blind obedience no matter what. So if this ungodly man says to you, go murder 6 million Jews in concentration camps in the 1930s and 40s, we're supposed to do it. I didn't hear the exception, Pastor. I didn't hear it. You're telling people to do evil because a leader tells you to do it. Mm-mm. No. 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 The fact that our traditions in the Constitution are based on biblical principles is enough to say no. Now, if you don't think I'm right, it, until this modern age of, uh, shall we say, anti-Jesus, until this modern age came up, judges and first-year law school students said the same thing. Judges said it by what they put on the walls of the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. And in... Law school, every first year law school student learned the basis of our law in America is the Ten Commandments. That's the root. That's what they used to be taught until liberalism infected and became a stage four cancer and destroyed any sense of morality in our law schools. That's what we used to teach. That shows you right there that there was a clear relationship between the Bible and the Constitution And do you atheists, hey, I'm sorry. That's what the history says. Those are the facts. Deal with it. Now, having said that, back to this pastor's statement, answer is no. And he's typical of the pulpit. When's the last time your pastor stood up in the pulpit and said, I condemn this action by government? Mm -hmm. I'm not a man of the cloth Officially I think I am in my private life But I would say this To perpetuate the war In Ukraine is a sin We should be seeking Peaceful resolution I didn't say ignore the problem I didn't say ignore Russia's maybe valid Territorial claim I don't know if it's valid or not That has to be decided and and Ukraine's right to self-defense I'm not disputing that. I'm not disputing that we shouldn't try and help people in these situations. I'm saying to not look for a peaceful solution is a horrible sin. And I think it's illegal. I think it's a violation of international law. Now, having said that, have you heard pastors in the pulpit speak out against this? And what about the draft? The draft to go fight in what war? In the Middle East war hmm, for other nations, not our own. And we're going to send our children to die. I have a real problem with that. You know, I have no problem if the Chinese and the Russians are coming here. I have no problem with that. self-defense. That's biblical. That's David slaying Goliath. No problem with that at all. But I have a problem with pastors ignoring, victimizing our children in the schools. I have a real problem with that. But I have a real problem, too, with parents who let it go on. And it ain't enough to go to a school board meeting. That's a good start. Of course, you risk having your door kicked in by the FBI, Sharona Bishop, and hundreds of others. But I would say this. Keep the kids in the school that do these things. Not all schools do these things. But if you keep your kid in the school that does these things, you're basically giving uh, approval. And for you pastors who don't speak out about these evil abuses of children, millstone statements should be coming from the pulpit every single Sunday until this is stopped. But we don't hear it. Why? There's God and there's greed. Which one does your pastor serve first? Does he serve the greed? Does he serve the God? Now, all of us fall short of the glory of God, including people of the cloth. But they're supposed to set the example. If they're going to preach, they have to try to make themselves beyond reproach as much as possible, realizing that we all make mistakes in judgment. And I don't expect any person of the cloth to be perfect, but I expect them to be consistent within the human frailties that we're burned with. And we're not seeing that. And on this Thanksgiving, where a lot of you will go to religious service or you'll go this Sunday and be and and say, wasn't it great? We got our families together. Yes, that is great. It's a wonderful tradition, because certainly our government doesn't respect families. They hate family structure. They try to destroy the family structure by taking away rights from parents, doing things to kids without parent consent. That just basically says, parents, you have no control of your kids, regardless of what the issue is. It doesn't matter what the issue is. Do parents have sovereign right to control their kids as long as the parents are acting in a responsible manner and the kids are not beaten and they're fed and they're clothed and they have shelter and opportunity for growth? Am I right or wrong? Well, of course I'm right. But our government doesn't see it that way. We will tell you what's right for your kids. We are the Darth Vader's of America. And we've taken over. I mean, that's how I feel. And the pastors that stand up in the pulpit or the priests that stand up in the pulpit and promote these views that are ungodly and unholy and damage children and damage the whole country. And and whatever we're talking about, they're not serving God. They're serving 501c3. I'll lose my tax-exempt status if I tell you what the Bible says. Instead, I just have to protect... I don't want to be known as a hypocrite, but I'll just be a hypocrite by inaction. Which one is your religious leader? This is why people are turned off to the church. You see, there's two reasons why we see a decline in church attendance. Number one, number one, it's not fashionable. (laughs) Sorry, people put fashionable views above the teachings of God. It's Because parents didn't do a good job with these young kids and ingraining in them a spirit of service to the Lord, to humanity, selflessness, righteousness, and morality, parents failed in this across the board. Because the words is really, is really clear, you know, if you teach your child correctly, they ultimately will not depart from the teachings. Well, they may wander as they test and do the world hypothesis and all this, but eventually they come back. They come back. Everybody has a crisis of faith. But here, we didn't install the faith. This is part of the reason we have the problem. The other reason that we have the problem is the church is not meeting the needs of the people. The people have real problems that are out there, being beset upon them by an exploitive government. And inherently, let's just be honest. Okay. I'm not Karl Marx, but he's right about one thing. Government is the enemy of the people. Now it's the duty of the people to limit the power that government has so that you can limit the amount of abuse they can do to their citizens. That's why you have a constitution. That's why you have a bill of rights. And we have failed in that as parents. We have failed in that as citizens. We should have stood up to this government a long, long time ago when the deep state started to take over. Says, no, we're not doing that. We're changing this. Had we done it back in the 50s or 60s when this stuff started, (laughs) self-censor, we wouldn't be where we're at today. The fault in America is not in the stars. It's in ourselves. We haven't done what needed to be done. But we can begin to undo the process. So this is the solution part right now. If you don't hear your religious leaders in your place of worship talking about the real problems of the day, not secondary issues, real problems of the day, mixed in with secondary issues, then you're in the wrong place of worship. You'd be better off starting your own home Bible study with your family and maybe a few close friends. Then you would be to waste your time, and more importantly, into the issue why these religious leaders serve greed, not God, 501c3, because they can't be controversial. They'll lose their tax-exempt status and actually have to pay tax on the donations. Uh, This is the root problem. And this is why church attendance is plummeting towards the toilet. Those two reasons. We have raised our kids correctly. Okay? We haven't made sure that our pastors do due diligence. Those are the two major problems. There's other problems, but those are the two major problems. And guess, you know who put in the 501c3? It was Lyndon Johnson. And there wasn't a more evil man that served in the White House. Seriously. I mean, if you look at pure evil, Woodrow Wilson, FDR, although he did save us from revolution, but he was evil. You look at um, Richard Nixon, flat evil. Oh, evil as evil can be. If you don't know about his background in in, in, uh, the East Asian conflicts, and what he was doing with the CIA, why he was vice president, another story another time, but he was pure evil. And then you're going forward here, uh, Lyndon Johnson, pure evil. Um, Gerald Ford, interesting mix. A go-along-to-get-along politician, not basically evil, but willing to compromise his principles. I see a lot of that in Arizona. And then you've got (laughs) George H.W. Bush. He may be the king of the evil. Maybe And he came out of the CIA. What do you expect? You don't work in the level of CIA that he was at. Not that all CIA workers are that way. They're not that way. you don't get to his level without wearing horns and carrying a pitchfork. Uh, Joe Biden had a history of evil, a history of being a bigot, a history of being a racist, a history of flat evil. And this is what he is today. A senile, dangerous person. George Bush. Yeah, pretty evil. You're either with us or you're with the terrorists. To hell with your free will and free speech. You're with us or you're with the terrorists. we will come after you. And then, of course, there's Obama. Yeah. We elect a lot more evil and we do good. Now, no man is perfect. No woman is perfect. But Ronald Reagan, John Kennedy, Donald Trump. In my estimation, the only three people who gave a crap about the individual. So there's a lot to talk about in the pulpit, isn't there? A lot. And the reason that we're not standing up to the new world order is because our pastors are a bunch of chicken bleepers. And that's a fact. Our priests, many of them, and we've done a show on this recently with a devout Catholic. And by the way, this is not about Catholics. Keep in your religion, keep your faith, Keep your traditions. Okay. I believe they honor God. They honor Jesus. But your church and that of the Episcopalians and some of the others, they are totally compromised. And, uh, and honestly, I don't know why anyone stays in those churches. Step aside, form your own version of the same church as the way it should be instead of capitulating to evil. Capitulating to evil. You have the Pope endorsing other religions. I'm not talking tolerance. Tolerance is fine. We all have free will, and we should honor that. But when you're the head of a religion, you promote your religion, not combining your religion with another one, not turning over the mandates of your religion to the United Nations, which is now being proposed. That's evil. That's sinful. That's lake of fire stuff. And yet we have an entire church that are still following him because of tradition. No, establish your own. Follow your wonderful traditions. I don't think, for example, except for the Catholics, that Mother Mary gets the credit she deserves. My view, I think she's a wonderful, wonderful example of a godly woman. And Joseph of a patient, godly man we don't see this behavior in our church leaders for the most part. If you have one, hold tightly. Support generously as much as you can, both with your time, your devotion, and your resources. And on this day of Thanksgiving, if you're lucky enough to have a holy man in your life that truly loves God above everything else, treasure that. Because the reason we have a new world order taking over this country is because godly men from the pulpit are not speaking up and leading the people in opposition. And you don't have to have a revolution in terms of pick up the gun. Here we go. That's not what I'm saying. You just don't do what they tell you in mass. And that puts an end to it. And that's where we have dropped the ball. Parents, you're the last line of defense. You truly are. It's not coming from the pulpit. It's not. So what are you going to do? Start your own home worship if you can't find a godly man to lead your family. Just get the Bible out. Read a scripture related to today. You don't need any special training. You just need the book and the willingness to read it and try to interpret it in a meaningful way as the Spirit of God leads you. That's how I see this. That's my view of what's wrong with America and what could have been done to save it and what can still be done to bring it back. It's going to be done to the power of Jesus Christ, not through the power of the rifle, not through the power of just civil disobedience, but through the power of Jesus Christ leading you to lead the life you want and tuning out the rest. And if we have enough people doing that, the dictators lose their power. That's it for the Common Sense Show. hope you're having a happy Thanksgiving. God bless all of you mightily, and I mean that sincerely. We live in troubled times. Stay in prayer and stay committed, and please spread the word. I truly appreciate all of you on this most wonderful day where we're still free to travel, which we may not be much longer, to visit friends and family. This is truly a wonderful American tradition. Uh, We love it, but I'm afraid we won't keep it unless we become a little more active. We'll see you back here next time. Thanks for joining us.